the right perspective. Today, we're going to review a 1985 teen coming of age comedy drama, The Breakfast Club. This film was written, produced, and directed by John Hughes and stars Emilio Estevez, Anthony Michael Hall, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, Ali Sheedy, and Paul Gleason. It had a budget of $1 million and a box office of, wait for it, $51 million. The New York Times placed this film on its best 1,000 movies ever list, and Entertainment Weekly ranked the film number one on its list of the 50 best high school movies. Some would consider these accolades and that box office number enough to consider this movie a classic, but today we will determine whether it is a classic from other right perspective. We'll do a recap and we'll discuss the movie and then we'll take a vote using a voting symbol picked especially for this discussion. But let's start with intros. Kick us off, bro. Hi, I'm Aubrey Wright, I'm the oldest. I'm Janiah Wright, I'm the middle. Hi, I am Brittany Wright and I am the youngest and I have on a hat. <laughs> you were almost normal. All right, let's keep it moving. It was so close, it was so, I was so excited. It was so yeah. and you know, let's, let's just keep going, let's we're keep a going. podcast, so really it's rude to our primary <laughs> audience. Also, excuse me for so. trying to get them to come and look at our <laughs> screen time as well. You're welcome. <laughs> now, yeah, now they all want to see what kind of hat I have. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how this works. That's not how <laughs> any of this works. <laughs> Y'all, we did the Breakfast Club, and you know, I, I, when it comes down to voting symbols for this movie, this movie was so clear. And, and so thematically singular that I really could only come up with one voting symbol to recommend to y'all. It is probably the same one y'all are thinking of. It's the letter at the end, you know? Um, at the end of the movie, one of the students writes a letter. Um, it's supposed to be, um, you know, a thousand word essay. It clearly isn't um, explaining, you know, who they are. They were each supposed to do an individual essay, but instead they submit one combined essay, which is actually in the form of a letter to the teacher. And the letter sums up the theme of the movie, which is basically, um, we learned today that we are not as different as we thought we were when we walked in this morning. And I just thought, gosh, I mean, that letter is the literal, <laughs> like that letter actually is the um an articulation of the the takeaway of the movie so that is my recommended voting symbol y'all for the breakfast club what do you right. get let's do it for me, <laughs> i'm good with the letter did you cut you didn't come up with one bro i had two that i kind of thought about one was a pen and i hate even saying it's the front of Brittany, but the other one was a joint <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but I'm saying neither one of them like hit me, you know what I mean? Uh, but but uh, but I, I'm like the letter that's good because not only that it was the start of the movie and the end of the movie. Yes, yes, so it was. Everything was in mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm I'm definitely yeah. Yeah, that's good because you all know I think of things on the fly and I was yeah. thinking like, what are we going to say? Desk? Library? 
like what, what what symbol and then I thought about his iconic fist at the end but I that that yeah. you know that that wouldn't have because not that is an iconic moment though. yeah but it's, it's, not, it's not a symbol it's not symbolizing but, but, but it's not the entire movie yeah but but that that but when you see that though like when somebody no. sees that they know it's even the if Breakfast they don't know Breakfast Club they know that that's what it is yeah yeah totally yeah y'all the letter yeah that was simple i will tell you i could see the joint being a a good option too though because it really drugs they're everywhere (laughs) they're every which way they're in every (laughs) but but the reason don't get me started yet good is because it really was it, it it enabled a good bit of the relationship building so I can see and that, one, but that, but the letter me, really me, just sums it, you know. And I, I'm I'm gonna wait till later, a little later on, to get in to go full Britney. But the reason why the <laughs> the jo- the joint was interesting to me is it also represented a lack of fear of consequences, mm. which I I feel is very prevalent. Throughout mm-hmm. this movie, but but anyway, so it was more in it. it, it I definitely listen. It was a yeah. key part of <laughs> from playing the music to everything. B- yeah, her. but I'm just saying, it also was just a perfect representation of. You know, everybody in that movie is probably a senator right now. But, but anyway, totally. so, so I'm just totally. I, so yeah. I'm just saying. But anyway, I don't, I don't want to get into that yet. I want to okay. wait until we start talking. So, All right. All right. Well, let's get it. Let's get into the recap then. Let's get in. Let's get out. Okay. So we get to the top notch chit chat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. The recap. You get on me about my hats, but that right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It was about you mentioning your hat, but yeah, all you were was supposed to do was, was, was introduce yourself. Wasn't right. the hat itself. <laughs> Just to be clear. Touche. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh people get such an insight oh gosh. into who we are okay it, they, how both of my siblings it's are real <laughs> okay this is going to be a good treat for the people who started watching us 10 years from now and they're going back through the catalog yeah. to find when we first got started when nobody was it's going to yes. be great <laughs> there, there'll be a great episode for people to email their friends like this is when they were real. Yeah. <laughs> Before they had to start right. doing ads in the middle of everything. Yeah. Uh, now Brittany wears that uh, that hat every episode. But okay, speaking of so, that, yeah. this tea is the best. No. I'm sorry. Okay. We're so off the road. So right, let's guys. get back. We are, so, we are we're we're back. back. All right. <laughs> so the breakfast club. All right. Recap. And again, if you're new to our podcast, we say it at the top of every podcast, spoiler alert, okay? Because most of the content that we recap and then review is is old. Most of it is old. Sometimes it's decades and decades old. And people have either seen it already or maybe they haven't seen it in a while or they haven't seen it, but they still want to enjoy the podcast. And so we do a full Mm -hmm. recap at the top that really does have all of the information, all the key nuggets, okay? So let's hop in. The Breakfast Club. 
It is actually um, set on a Saturday in March of 1984 in Shermer, Illinois. And the whole movie takes place in one day and tells the story of five high school students that have to spend the day in detention under the supervision of their vice president. Over the course of the movie, you get a sense of why each of them were given detention. Claire Standish, who's played by Molly Ringwald, the princess, she's like dressed really fashionably, makeup done, eating sushi for lunch. She's in detention because she skipped class to go shopping. Brian Johnson, who's played by Anthony Michael Hall, he's the brain, nerdy because he was wearing glasses, a tight sweater. His, uh, for lunch, he had a like a PB&J with the, the crust cut off, you know. He's in detention because a flare gun went off in his locker. Andrew <laughs> Clark, who's played by Emilio Estevez, uh, he's the athlete. And he's like wearing a letterman's jacket. His lunch has like 15 times of types of carbohydrates in it, okay. And he's in detention because he actually bullied a kid. John Bender, who's played by Judd Nelson, is the criminal. And you can tell because he is full of attitude and he's wearing a flannel, okay? He has a flannel shirt. <laughs> That's all you need. A That's flannel and like leather and gloves, gloves with no fingers. And gloves with no fingers, baby. <laughs> you know shirt, gloves, with no, gloves with no fingers. That is the uniform. And that hair that's like down the middle. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it's haphazard. Yeah. Yeah. And he also looks older than everyone else in the movie. So in all the other high school kids. You should have graduated uh, seven years ago. Yeah, you behind. You behind. <laughs> uh, you know, he actually is in because he set off a fire alarm. And it um it turns out that Allison Reynolds, who's played by Ali Sheedy, she's the basket case. I mean, listen, she's making little random noises. She's mute half the day. Okay. Yeah. Eat sugar for lunch. She's wearing like eight black sweaters on top of each other. Okay. And it turns out that she's only in detention because she had nothing else better to do <laughs> that day. But of course, none of the stories are actually that simple. At the beginning of the movie, you get a sense that the kids know of each other, but they don't really have relationships. Claire and Andrew are popular kids and they run in the same circle. That's the princess and the jock. They run in the same circle, um, but you don't get a sense that they're actually friends, you know. And all the kids, they are just bracing themselves for a day of sitting in silence. The rules of detention at this school say that you can't do anything. You can't work, you can't read. You just have to sit there for an entire day and just think about what you've done. Literally, they're not allowed to do work, they're not allowed to do nothing. And then their vice principal, just to make the day super tricky, he tells them to write a 1000 word essay. He says, describe to me who you think you are maybe you'll learn a little something about yourself, okay? He's just, he is just like that bitter, you know, leader that is just spewing all of his undone lifeless onto all of the young people, just this bitter guy, mm. okay? Um, and so he gives them this assignment, which is, he, it's clear that that's not typically something that's done in detention, but he, he gives this, this assignment to these kids. And most of the students are clearly ready to just make it through the day and just get through it and move on. But one, John Bender, the criminal, uh, you know, he just would not stop getting everyone riled up. He just kept picking on all of them and saying mean things, spitting, knocking stuff off the desk, standing on the furniture, touching everybody, you know? At some point he calls someone a neo-maxi-zoom dweeby. 
what is that? You know, he even goads them into pulling some good. trickery on the vice it principal. Ain't it ain't good. Okay. <laughs> he goes them into, into, into pulling some trickery on the vice president and then sneaking around the building when they're supposed to stay in the detention room. He, he has them smoking weed. You know, at some point, Bender is mocking Andrew, the athlete's home life. And Andrew snaps back. And he essentially says that, you know, Bender is a fraud, which actually prompts Bender to tell some stories about his home life, including, um, you know, stories of his parents being drunk and abusive, including uh, one where his, uh, someone actually burnt him with a cigar. And he actually shows them the scar. And then, of course, he storms off to the back of the detention room. And you can tell he immediately regretted uh, sharing that part of himself. But of course, it helped the other students to understand his tough guy facade a bit more. And eventually they all start opening up. You know, Claire, the princess, she shares that her parents aren't physically abusive, but they really don't seem to like her or care about her very much. They put her in the middle of fights and basically they just use her to get back at each other. And also while she understands that her popularity is coveted by other students and that she should appreciate it, and she does on some level, she really isn't comfortable with it. She feels so much pressure to just go along with the group uh, or risk losing her place, you know? So you get a sense that going out shopping was not something that she actually wanted to do during the school day. Andrew, the athlete also shares about the pressure he feels to stay on top. And it's not just his classmates, it's his father. His father puts so much pressure on him to be the best athlete and to be a cool dude that Andrew actually bullied a kid just to have a story to tell his father, okay? Anthony, the brain, he shares that the only reason he had a flare gun in school was actually because he had planned to kill himself. You know, his parents put so much pressure on him and he put so much pressure on himself to get perfect grades. And usually he does get perfect grades, except for this semester because he's failing shop class. He can't make a ceramic lamp. And finally, Anna Allison, uh, you know, the basket case, reveals that her parents really just ignore her completely. And so all the things she does, dressing in black, acting insane, you know, stealing, uh, she does all of it just to get attention from them, from anybody. And she was stealing everything. <laughs> just stealing anything and later. No one around. noticed it. <laughs> And, and still with all this acting out and all this trying to get attention, she still has no friends. She's so lonely, in fact, that detention was her best option for the day. And by the end of the day, because of the revelations they've shared, they admit that they have become friends, but they also understand that their social rankings in the school might make those friendships impossible to keep come Monday morning. You know, can a jock hang out with a geek? You know, can the cool girl hang out with the, the girl in the back that talks to herself? So, you know, there is a romance that sparks between the athlete and the basket case and a romance that sparks between the princess and the criminal, but it's hard to tell if those relationships will even have a chance because of the social dynamics of school. And when detention is almost done, they realize they haven't written their essays. And they elect the brainy guy, Brian, to write one essay for all of them. He agrees. And he writes a letter to the vice president, the, the vice principal, and essentially says that, um, you know, all of them doing one essay together made sense because 
they had realized during the course of the day that um, they realized that they actually had a ton in common, even though they have been brainwashed by their experiences to think that their lives were worlds apart. And, you know, I can't take credit for the little monikers for each of the characters. Brian, the brainy character, actually assigned each of them those labels in that letter to the vice principal, the princess, the athlete, the brain, the criminal, and the basket case. And at the end of the movie, um, they leave uh, with that kind of um, relief that people experience after they've had a therapy session. But you can't help but realize that they are all walking right back into the circumstance that had driven them to that place to begin with. And so it's one of those endings that's optimistic, but, but, but isn't really, because we haven't actually solved the problems. So the end. <laughs> Sis. That was it. I mean, Sis. That's it. That, that that's, was it. We're done here because I wish I would have just talked to you and not watched that yeah. movie. <laughs> so, so. A, I was in it like, the what? <laughs> now, what did Claire do to get a detention? <laughs> she, she skipped school to go shopping. Skipped school to go shopping. Okay. Yeah, that was actually the first one that they revealed. The very first one, because she was in the car with her dad getting dropped off. Yes. When when we under we figured out why she was in. The rest uh, of them it came out slow. It came out more slowly. That's why I forgot. That's okay. why you forgot. It was at All the right. very top. It was like, <laughs> I don't know why she's in there. <laughs> I know. But again, I was doing my top notch note taking. Yes. So that's why I, I caught that nugget. You did. And I did <laughs> and not then, know why the criminal was in there either until you said it. I was like, you pulled a fire alarm. The vice principal said it to him. Um, you know, he was basically mm. saying, you take even, you don't take yourself seriously. You don't even take alarm seriously. You don't understand. Like you, you pulled an alarm. That's, that's a, that's a unique consequence. Yeah, that's that why you're here for the next two months. <laughs> he said, that's another Saturday. <laughs> I'm, you like, another? <laughs> I'm like, that's the old school year. We're, we're pretty he much always, done here. He always plays, he always plays a jerk. The guy who played the, Paul Gleason. The, yeah, Paul Gleason. Mm-hmm. And you know, I didn't uh, he did him much so in the well. recap, but that was a whole little sub storyline of um, you know, the only there were two adult characters in the building. Mm-hmm. In the building during the detention day. One was the vice a principal and one was the janitor. And we the students, um, not all of them, but the, the students end up mocking the janitor for being a janitor, only for him to kind of say, oh, listen, um, I have some power that you may not understand. And it's by being here and being present and seeing all of you. I know I know all of you better than you think, better than you think I do. And then um, we see that um, the vice principal in a conversation with the janitor um, we start to understand how much everything that he's doing with the students is a defense mechanism because he feels so out of place and so insecure and he feels like the students don't respect him. And so everything that he's doing that comes off as like this meanness and this domineering, it's really just him just, you know, trying to be relevant for them, you know, because he just feels like they don't care. They're not listening to him. They disregard him. So yeah, this was like a this was like a therapy day for everybody. Really, mm, it was deep. <laughs> it was, and this was one of those movies that was just on TV all that we didn't have cable growing up. So mm-hmm. Breakfast Club was just on regular TV all the time. 
<laughs> all the time, you know? So, bro, I mean, you might've seen it before me and Brittany did. Well, Brittany, this was your first time seeing it though, right? Yeah, because it made me laugh thinking about that it came out like the year I was born. I was like, yeah. oh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. And, and like your reaction, I'm very curious because like we earlier <laughs> on, we started and I stopped her and I, because I was just curious to hear the next thing she was going to say. And I, and I just felt like it should be during the podcast. So what what was your... It seems like you had a very visceral uh, <laughs> reaction. First of all, <laughs> I was chuckling because our conversation from Greece when we were like, is everyone in this high school like coming back? Like they're 30 and then decided to go to college, high school again? Like I was like, two of these people look like they're actually in high school. The rest of you, questionable. Yeah, they, they so, <laughs> it was, I don't think they were far off in age. Yeah, I, I don't think they were. It was, but they, they weren't as. They weren't as egregious they as, as some bad. of the other examples. Right. <laughs> they weren't as bad. Right. They definitely weren't. The, as bad. the gray hair in, in uh, Judd, is that his name? The, Listen, yeah, Judd, that, that was his cool the, kid streak. That was, was a like, cool kid streak. But, but <laughs> he got a gray, he got a gray patch. But the thing is, though, there, that is one part of, because I'm thinking of one guy particularly in high school, who was definitely known oh, to be oh, older than- Oh, we had one too. Everybody. We had oh, one. So everybody has like that point. Oh, man. Yo, yeah, we graduate, yo. I need you so, to graduate. Yeah. Uh, that that rings true. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Listen, so I likened this similar to when I was watching Meet the Weapon. My, mm. my idea of Lethal Weapon at the time was that it was going to be a comedy. And then when I watch, I said, this is quite dramatic. And then mm. I'm watching The Breakfast Club with the idea that, oh, this is like an 80s comedy. And I was like, I am sad for these people. We're the social workers. This teacher is terrible. <laughs> I was like, how is he climbing on through the ceiling right now? And no one knows it. He's through the ceiling. I was like, all these children are being abused. Or is anyone's parent nice? I was like, what is happening right now? I was like, this little girl's a psychopath. I text my brother and sister. I said, two of these people look like they're going to shoot up the school. I said, so we, <laughs> I said, this movie is sad. Was, yeah. So it it's really, tragic. It's tragic. It's tragic it, caught, it caught me off guard. It caught me off guard. So um, I, they're just seeing that it was going to be a more serious road than it was that really caught me off guard i've never heard the breakfast club described like that i just always you know it just being a cult classic and then i've seen these other people do things that were funny um and even like i rem i noticed them from stuff that was later on like um emilio estevez i knew him from a uh, mighty ducks mighty ducks uh, you know I so that, say that that you know those are my frame of reference you know what i mean so it's like watching them do this i was like this is this is really sad, y'all. Yeah. Snap, crackle, and pop. What yeah. is going on here? And then yeah. also, him not sitting in detention with them also was weird to me. And the one part that I just need to say this, because I still remember it. I was so annoyed when Molly Ringwald got there at the beginning, which I want to point out. I thought it was really cool how they made the popular girl be a redhead. I think that that is huge. I don't know if they did that on purpose. Well, Molly Ringwald was an yeah, it girl. Was, 
at the time. Yeah. yeah. She, she was she actually was, in yeah, She was the okay. deal. But she was, was the deal. Oh, she did yeah. such a great job. Yeah, she which, was the deal. When I looked up her age, the thing I thought about, I said, whose vagina was that that they showed on the TV? Um, because I was like, panties. But it was a, it was panties, but I was like, she's a high school student. It couldn't have been hers. So you know who 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 was that person that stood in for that? Because it wasn't hers. So I just kind of chuckled at that. Like she was young. They didn't, yeah. that wasn't her situation. But I thought like just seeing her be the the it person, I thought that that was really, you know, a thing. But the part that annoyed me was she came in first, and then Emilio Estevez character, who is it? Brian. No, no, no. That was the gang member. Who was the other one? The job. <laughs> he was when not the job in came in. He was not in a gang. Okay. Well, they the didn't job. say he was in a gang. I, he was in a and, gang. Andrew and, Clark. Andrew Clark was the Andrew, athlete. Yes, the athlete. When he came and sat down at the same table as her, I was so annoyed. And the reason why I was annoyed was because there are four other tables. Five, I think that he could have chose from. Why did he sit with her? And it made me annoyed because I was like, happened. "Why do people do this? Sit at the other table. I don't have to ask you if it's okay to sit here because I have five other tables to choose from." <laughs> I was so annoyed. I was like, "What I is mean, this?" You could come because, and tell they were in the what, same circle, though. Yeah, that's what would have happened. They, they no. were. They were both. They're both in the popular the crowd. Yeah, she's the popular chick. So just how it would be in high school, they yeah. they, they would have sat at the together. same table. Well, that's actually I it leads me actually to a discussion question I have for y'all. It's like, did these um did these people ring truthful truthful to you, or did they seem tropish? This is what I'm trying to figure out because I'm not gonna lie to y'all. In my notes, I actually made a table, and um. You know, the table has each of their names across the top, and then it has their moniker, why they were in detention, what they said about their parents, what they ate Such for a lunch. Such a thing to do. Well, <laughs> but the I point, like what they had on no, right no, no, now, no, I, I what I like they it, had I like on. Right. And I, I feel like you need to screen share right now, because <laughs> this is important for us to keep for history. <laughs> uh this table that you made <laughs> about yeah because i need people character. to know it's real okay <laughs> oh my gosh well the the reason it's um relevant though is because there you go can you see it <laughs> it's coming up and as you can see <laughs> yes because, this is because, this is <laughs> y'all the reason it's important, though, is because what you start to realize is that um, they went so far as to make sure their lunches match yeah. their personality. That's right. Claire could have just had a sandwich, but instead she had. Sushi. That's right. That's right. Hey, but she you had. Know? She, she had a little glass bottle of soy That's sauce. Right. Oh, come on. That's right. I said, and girl, you didn't have a pack. <laughs> And then instead of, and then, and then the basket case, she couldn't just have like potato chips. She had a sandwich. She took some, I think they were called pixie sticks back in the day. The pixie, oh yeah. She put some pixie stick sugar on them, cereal, crumbled it up, mashed it together. Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch. The mayo was still on that sandwich. I want to be clear about that y'all. Cause I, I looked. It was some of those things, though, that made me feel like it, it, it made it 
less, it gave, took some of the responsibility away from the actors because they were so clearly in a type. And, but, but so anyway, it just led me to kind of wonder like, are they actually ringing true to me or are they just tropish? What are y'all's thoughts on that? Were they too It's a great tight? question. Well, what do you think, Brett? I mean, oh, well, I do. I felt like she was the only one, her and, and Bender, John, John I Bender. feel like mm-hmm. they were the two that were the extreme. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, Brian, Andrew, Claire, they all were, you know, kids that I would understand and I knew them right I knew them in high school I knew them in middle school Mm. I didn't know their backstory but I knew those people I would see someone like uh uh, um uh, Ali Sheedy what's her character's name thank you for my Allison thank you Allison Mm -hmm. I would see someone like an Allison and but they would just have on all black and eating regular food yeah. like it just, when I saw her doing that I was like this has to be for comedy or just something that's so outlandish like I thought it was enough for her just stealing random things like when she stole the knife and nobody noticed I thought that that was enough I was just like what and then for her you know but her doing that with the captain crutch I said there is nobody that actually eats like this yeah this is disgusting and so I was, but I understood. So, and I felt like he was just the most like, John, all right, we get it. You're the cool kid. Everyone should be afraid of you at this point. Sit down. You're talking. You're doing too much. Like, <laughs> fine. We should be afraid. We're scared. Sit down. Like, I don't want you to talk anymore. You're annoying at this point. So yeah, I, I felt like those were the only two that extra was happening. But the other three, I thought that they were, you know, they were pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. I, um, these, watching this movie as an adult was very interesting experience for me. And I think the the question- (laughs) Aubrey just probably wanted to spank all of them. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna tell you, growing up, like one of my favorite albums, and this, I know I'm going a little left for a second, but one of my favorite albums of all times is Jagged Little Pill. Mm-hmm. About Atlantis Morissette. And the reason why Jagged Little Pill was one of my favorite albums of all times is because I did not grow up as a Catholic girl in Canada, but I feel like I got a good understanding of what it was based on the effectiveness of that art. Like, I, like mm. I feel like she gave me a peer into her world. Mm. And like, I think that what makes movies like this good is that somebody could watch Friday from outside of that community and think that there's no way that this happens. You know, like, right. like I'm sure, I mean, but those of us who are in the community realize like, yeah, yeah. there were a few things that were exaggerated. Like, you know, somebody gets punched, they're usually not gonna fly. <laughs> 10 feet in the air and all of that but this movie 
it's pretty close it's to a day. On. You know, this, this is pretty close. To, I mean, it's a movie, so it's plausible. It's very plausible. But so this this is this movie is a pretty good period to a day in life, mm-hmm. and I think that in a lot of ways, it's not even for us to say if it rang true, because we can look at the success of it and realize that it rang true for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And um, what I'm saying is, is there are things that happened in the movie that did not make sense to me, but because the, all right, I'm, the examples I'm thinking, what happened to the ceiling? Like nobody, because at one point he was crawling through the ceiling and he broke the whole ceiling. And there was another part where he unscrewed the door. There was another part, uh, so it wasn't working anymore. There was another part where after they were dancing and uh, the jock screamed and broke the, uh, the glass. And I'm saying, I got away with some mischief as, as a young person. But this level of mischief, it, I had to stretch my listen you know, suspicion. He this tore week. a book apart in the, like, in the middle of. The, and look, here's this is the point I'm trying to make: is that it's funny because I think whoever was watching this, the target audience, it, they probably didn't notice that stuff because, like, they're probably thinking of some time where they did something crazy and it just got fixed, and like for them. The ultimate experience of the punishment is detention. Like, like none of them. It didn't even, you know, you have one who was, you know, Jock was kind of worried about his scholarship. But outside of that, like this, they're living in the, like, they're living in the, 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 you know, the bad result of, 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 or, or the, I'm I'm blanking. The consequence. The consequence. But they're living in the consequence already, Mm -hmm. and that's it. Yeah. You know, so, but but the point. So, I'm just saying to answer your question, I feel like we got to peer into a world that probably rings very true. Like, I, I I would be, I wouldn't be surprised if everything that happened came from some kind of round table where they were like, wow. "All right, let's tell real stories about what happened in our high school experience." that we could put into this movie. And I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if all of those stories, because even look at the high school, you could tell us rich, like, like everybody who's yeah. walking in there. You could, it's, So that whole, so I'm just saying, for me, I felt like this probably rings truer than I realized. Mm-hmm. So, so that, 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 yeah, that's yeah. I really appreciate that, bro. And with that level set that you've just given it, 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 I can now, like I see, I'm picking up what you're dropping because Mm -hmm. one thing I do remember about high school and I see it now when I interact with high school age people and even 20s, people in their early 20s, where they are just thinking everything is so serious and they think everything is about them. And there's something in um, that for me was truthful in that these kids felt like, you know, and I don't want to ever make light of abusive parents. Okay. So that, and I think when a young person says they are being abused, they are being abused, you know, so I'm not saying that, but I am saying that when I look back and I think about some of the ways that I thought adults were coming at me, they weren't, 
you know, it's just, and then the, some of the things that felt so serious, think about love in high school. Yeah. You thought it was real. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're doing. You don't even know yourself in high school. But if you say that to a person in high school, they can't understand what you mean because they don't have the context and experience of time. And so for them, the, the only dynamics that they really had to struggle with in terms of interpersonal relationships are parents and teachers. And so, and like aunts, uncles. And so they had these extreme emotions and reactions to those people. So it's like, oh, my parents are ignoring me. It it made me want to roll my eyes. But at the same time, I, you know, there were things that our parents did that at the time felt so pressureful, you know? And I was definitely not one of the cool chicks in school. You know, uh, I got along with the cool chicks, but no one would have put me over in that crew, to be clear. I know that's very surprising to, to our listeners because, <laughs> because most people who meet me think, wow, she's so hip. But no, I wasn't in high school. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they use that word. <laughs> well, you're happening. Is, the point is, though, it resonates. You have a flannel. <laughs> Flamels were in in the 90s, though, to be clear. They were. Oh, I had made flamels. You know, Claire feeling all of that pressure to be who everybody was telling her to be because she knew that she could be it. And because she could be it, and it it was like a privileged thing to be, that she should be it, you know? And um, instead of just saying, I'm not really into it, I'm walking away. I, that resonated for me. You know, there was a type that I became at some point. And when you take that and then bro, add on what you said about the fact that our lives just have a distance from the experiences that are shown in this movie, then I can say it's truthful, you know? But to your point, Britt, about Bender, he walked into the library <laughs> throwing stuff off the table. Nobody was, was even talking to him or looking at him. And he's just, like just making like, a mess in the what room. What is happening right now? I just, yeah. but I, I do, just, I do though. What? I remember kids in high school that were just constantly acting out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when you, when you, like we've talked about before, especially like when we talked about like in the wire, when we talked about just like knowing those types of kids, mm-hmm. it makes me think about those kids that were always the ones joking. They were always the ones, you know having to have some type of outlet or you know be a certain way and you're like you can look back on it and go what what was actually happening mm-hmm. what what was going on at the home what mm-hmm. was happening yeah. at the home and so what I but I was even how they even though Bender and Allison were like okay that's enough now you guys the other side of it is that I believed all of their backstories. Like all of their backstories were very much like, okay. I think about though the jock and the criminal and them doing things that are actually impacting other people. You shouldn't be trying to hurt yourself either. But when you are getting physically physical physical towards other individuals this is where we have to really draw a line this is where we have to really figure out what's happening here and so I think about okay they're in detention write a thousand word essay vice principal you're in another office doing work and not paying them any attention you're not you're you're and you 
you're in this moment, it should, I would think that maybe you would want some sort of therapy going, on some sort of programs. Why are you doing this? Like, let's have a conversation, but you're dismissed from them just like their parents are. And I know that that is a lot of pressure on administration and teachers and stuff, but that's why teachers and people who are in education, you're so special and should be valued more Mm -hmm. because you're the next line of defense for these children to know that they're important because how you are in that community is not your defining factor. And it doesn't have to be, and we could say that for many communities, right? But we know that your opportunity to break a window in a library and then just go get in your dad's truck is far different than ramifications. Nobody addressed any of this stuff. They all just walked out. Even Claire kissing the criminal in front of her dad's car. Leaning on her father's car. I said, oh, oh." "Oh, okay, Jen. Two of both of the couples kissed in front of parents. I was just like, nobody, Mm -hmm. y'all don't care about this right now because I would have never. Mm -mm. But it it was else, you know, it was like, this movie honestly ended up being a lot better to me than I remembered mm. because that's different. What we're talking about right now, with, with the whole point of the movie, first of all, it was a simple movie, very yeah. easy that's our to brother's watch. Favorite. That's- <laughs> well, well, I'm seeing yeah. nowadays people are getting so deep yes. into like yes. I just watched the Eternals. It has 10 main characters. You know, like you're like, you know, it's just hard to, but you know, not 10 main characters in the way that this movie has. It's like they're trying to develop all of this different yes. stuff. Yes. We didn't get, we just got a little piece of everybody's story, mm-hmm. but enough of a piece that we felt everybody's story. Yes. And I like that. And I like that it, you know, uh, I mean, it's only like a 90 minute movie, but the implications of it is, and I like how they did, they were doing it on purpose. They weren't trying to, they were like, look, we're going to make a movie about how everybody's story can kind of map on everybody's story. Yes. In different ways. And what I'm saying is, is that if you extrapolate that out, because we can make a black version of the breakfast club with our version of all of those types, all of those types, we we would, because Janiah would be a type up in there. You know, Brittany would be a type up in there. You know, like there would be types that we could all um, be sitting in a room and brainstorming like, oh, you know, remember the time that this happened? And then, and then we could make a movie like that. So the point I'm trying to make is, is yes, the real world consequences of um these lives are definitely worldly different but it's also interesting that the part that we can map this experience onto so many of us bro it's funny you should talk about kind of like adapting this to a black space i watched um a uh interview on youtube where um it was actually, it was either the 25th or the 30th anniversary 
of this movie. And so they were interviewing the actors and Molly Ringwald and Ali Sheedy, um, they asked them, they were like, what are your thoughts on there being a remake? Would you want this movie to be remade? And they both were like, no, no, we don't, we don't need a remake. And Molly Ringwald's reason was, she was like, I could see an adaptation. She said, but we don't need a remake. She said, a, one big problem is that the movie is just so white. She was like, mm. it's just so white. And she said, so if somebody wow. can adapt it and um, make it more diverse, then yeah, I would be supportive of that. But we do not need a remake. Yeah, this would be one movie where I would actually be curious to see the a whole black cast, but just like, the concept. But, but not the concept, to, yeah, of having to spend a whole day in, in house—that's what they used to call it. Oh, <laughs> um, it, it, it'd be like it would be cool to see a whole Friday spent in in house or something. Yeah, with the with the black cast. And it would be, I think that is a movie, but I wouldn't want it to be too far. Like I yeah. wouldn't want it to be over the, it would just be, this is this situation in a black school. That's it. And I think that would be interesting. I, yeah. I, I think so I think, too. I think, but see, the one thing that would throw me off is that it would have to be a little bit imaginative because I don't know any vice principal of any school that I've ever been to that is allowing that amount of noise to happen when you're supposed to be silent. Well, well, you would, you, you we would have to, like, we would have to. You're right. We would have to find a way. <laughs> it would. We, we could, would. We would make it real for that context. Just exactly. That yeah. Real exactly. For that okay. Context. Yeah. yeah. It would have to be. It, it would have to be. You know, because even now, just spitballing it would be something where maybe that person had to leave you know like like there was a car accident or something they had yeah. to go you know yeah. so i'm just saying like and in general we don't we don't value idleness yeah. like i couldn't see just sitting no. I, you know if and actually just thinking about the, you would have to do homework make up somebody's project you right. need to do some community service you need to paint a wall i, well, just, I mean like, the, the, I the thing is is that it, what was the know, tension like? Well, first of all, neither one of you I know went to. I had detention one but, time for charties because I was late coming back from my club meetings. You know, I it's funny. I, I know Listen, I just heavy I know as the you, head. I know you heavy as the head. Listen, I know you only tell the me the truth, Teachers, and that was your own, but I still don't believe you. But anyways, I got yes. in trouble for talking too much in class. <laughs> Did you go to detention? I had detention, but I remember doing Brittany. homework. I don't think I did. Exactly. But I my, felt my, my, in my trouble. Sisters, <laughs> I think my sisters you have had, my sisters I got have had a, combined, <laughs> a combined two spankings in your whole life. I, did you well, know, did you we weren't one? troublemakers. I don't even think you ever got one. I got one. I got one. I mm. talked in a movie. Um, I think oh it was Bambi. And um, I felt it was dumb. And I said it out loud. Now, wait. For talkative, you guys. I said something uh, loud. Y'all. All right, now I understand your view source making. That's that's not. Yo, y'all. I don't remember what I said, but it was really, it was really something that really made our parents frustrated. And they were like, you're going to get a spanking when you get home. And I went home and I hid all the belts. Like I ran in the house and I tried to like hide the belts or and like hide 
I remember hiding all the belts and the shoes, but I still got a spanking. Listen, I want a podcast land. We just need to divert for just a, a smidgen of a second. You have to understand how much my sister hates when people talk in the movies. <laughs> You she never you guys, made that connection. She hates it. <laughs> I do, y'all. Like she despises it, and I still do it when I sit beside her, even though I know she's going to shish me, and I don't respond, and she doesn't respond. That's why I go to movies at ten o'clock in the morning when I buy myself so I can talk because I can't stop myself. But since that connection. That connection, it, nah. okay, that's valid. That's PTSD, girl. That's something to interrogate. That's PTSD. That's something for me to interrogate. <laughs> yeah. to I'm question, taking that right to therapy next week. To answer your question, <laughs> I, I can see a movie based in in-house detention for... Uh, what was it, it? What was the tension like? In-house... <laughs> in-house... In-house was... It fun was, a little bit, though? In-house was, like was fun. I imagine people be it was fun making because... beats on the table like it's lunchtime. No, 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 no. You could do that. But you could, <laughs> you could, you could You're thinking of caught up on all of your homework. Oh, thank you. You get caught up <laughs> on all your homework. And like, um, if everybody was being cool, then whoever was running it, because, you know, they would be bored too. I mean, you know it now as, as an adult, as a 43-year-old adult now, I know that sitting in that room all day must have been like you know crazy but, why are y'all why so, did y'all have to be bad kids <laughs> but, so they would let you talk if everybody was being cool so like yeah. and there were and like during lunch hour you have to go get your lunch before lunch started bring it back and you would eat eat in house and then you could talk so i'm just saying mm. i could i could see somebody turning up you know, yeah. you, you got to turn up the tropes a little bit because it's a movie. But like, yeah. I can see somebody turning up the tropes and having, yeah, and not going too far though. Because yeah. they, if they were in there and it was just like, you know, um, like the way they did, I know neither one of y'all probably did, saw these movies, but the way they did those black stereotype transformers in the transformer movies, yeah, you you know, I have a high level. Of tolerance, but the, it actually stopped. I, like I can't watch those movies anymore. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't know anybody. <laughs> It'd be like, yeah, we beat Bobby the Skip Scabbing. Like it was it like, unbelievable. What? These are clearly like, I black. I cannot believe that nobody They're talks clearly. about it. I can't believe it got through. But the point and I'm they, trying to make but, is, but they die. There so will be okay. a. There will be well, a limit. Surprise. <laughs> there will be a limit. But if if done right, that's actually a movie that. You know what, bro, after you said that, I could now see the vice principal being, and of course, I'm thinking she's a black woman already. And I'm just like, I see her coming in like, listen, I didn't want to be here today either. And I know y'all don't want to be here. Let's all just get through this damn day so we can go home because I have a date at seven o'clock. Okay. I I could also also see a teacher coming in and bringing activities. And saying, you know what, guys, we're gonna make this a day of enrichment. Yeah, and annoying because because if Janelle was a teacher, that's what she would do. I was a teacher. And, and, the, and the other, and the other, and the other. Let's get, let's so step so away from the textbook. Let's step away from the textbook. And I'm gonna tell you the other thing. Like, do you remember? Um, do you remember Denise? The yes, security the security guard. Oh, the security guard. Okay, so was the freaking greatest. So <laughs> I could see somebody being there. like Denise. 
Yeah. And, and the thing about Denise, Denise had, Denise was in a situation where she impacted a lot of lives in ways that people probably don't even know. You yes. know, like when I was in school, I got into one moment where I was tagging on walls. Mm. And like I had, it was, you had these thick paint markers. And um, uh, one of my boys got caught doing it. And it was like this big thing. And whatever your tag name was, the thing was to make a little pin. So I had like a pin with my tag name and I'm tagging the wall. And she caught me with the marker and the, and she just looked at me and she was like, cause she knew that. And she was like. And mom. I'm sure she knew mom. Cause mom was sure. a teacher. Absolutely. And, yeah. But in this, in this context, she was like, mm-hmm. what would your, you know, what would your dad, what would your dad think? And it was interesting because she never told. She didn't say, she didn't turn me in. And I think she just had the wisdom to see that the thought of this was enough to like to deter I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him another chance. Yeah. And you know like you know when someone is a good kid. And I'm just saying and, but the point I'm trying to make is is that if we were writing this movie there would definitely be a character called Denise that definitely I, I'm just yeah. saying but I bro can, that 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 what you just talked about that goes back to a, a conversation we were having off camera y'all earlier we were talking about how um, in medical circumstances, we know that doctors don't necessarily listen to black people as carefully um, when they're white, when the doctors are white. We know that um, black people don't always get as good of care, even if they are clearly articulating what they're experiencing. Um, you know, doctors are um, less likely to believe black people when they say that they are uh, sick, in pain, having a certain symptom. And it's just this, 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 it's just that it's a distance in terms of being able to give someone the benefit of the doubt, the, the, you know, and, or just being able to forgive or to listen. And anyway, bro, what you were just talking about, it made me think about if if someone adapted this, um, but it wasn't like a black school or a white school. It was, you know, a, um, a, a racially diverse school where you got a chance to see race play out in the relationships, that would be really interesting. Well, I mean, the thing Especially is- Especially if you throw in like could, power, you know. That, the, that, could, be, that could literally be a, um, well, it, here's the thing. And I, I know we're getting deep talking about this non-existent movie, but I'm just saying <laughs> the high school we all went to- We should make Shenley it. was a good example of what you're talking about mm-hmm. but the thing about the sus- but the thing about the suspension though everybody didn't show up in suspension mm-hmm. so that part of it yep see in that school that's probably how suspension would look but totally like, but because because if you look across the teachers and the fact that like the whole administration didn't reflect the diversity of the students and and I'm saying, like for example, mm-hmm. getting caught skipping school might not have landed you a circumstance in our school. You know what I'm saying? Like it might not have. It might not have. So I'm just saying, I think that 
I, it's interesting, but I think that a, a movie placed in Westinghouse will be more interesting than placed in Shetley. Yeah, I think you're right. It just as, it especially as a, as a juxtaposition to this to the Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. I appreciate yeah. that, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it actually leads me to another thing I wanted to ask y'all about is the way that sex was handled in the movie, and um, you know the way that it was like um, you're still a virgin. Mm -mm. Anyway, it was just like I wanted to know if that how that landed for y'all the way that the high school kids were talking about sex or trying not to talk about sex. Um, you know, you know, in some ways they were talking about it in a pressureful way. You know, the geeky kid didn't want to admit that he was a virgin. Um, the popular girl didn't want to admit that she was a virgin. You know, um, the jock never said either way, you know? <laughs> and then, um, you know, we all just got this impression that um you know the criminal had been around uh but anyway i just wanted to get your your thoughts and reactions to the way that sex was discussed among these students did it resonate for you truthful it kind of made me laugh a little bit when i saw the movie was rated r when it first came on it was like rated r for sexual that movie rated r and it was like Ooh. sexual content and i said is they finna have sex up in the school I said, what is going Sis, on in Japan? Wonder, there is wonder, no wonder, way wonder, that movie was rated R. I, I what? Made it rated R. Look it up. Look it up I right now. You. It was said rated R. I wonder what like, made it rated R. Was it showing Molly Ringwald's panties? Like, what was it? It was, it was that. Because yeah, I, I, I want to say drug I use, but they didn't show them using the drugs. They did it, show them smoking it. Oh, they did. They did. That's yeah. why he would have did it. That's oh, that's what did it? it. Oh, no, that's no. They showed him. They showed them actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they listed. I think it was like drug use, sexual yeah, that's content. Why it. Oh. Yeah. And when I saw the word sexual content, I said sexual content. Ooh. I said, what are they doing up in this school? <laughs> what about to go on in this movie? And so when I saw what the sexual content was, I said that makes me laugh. I was like, this is such an '80s movie because right now this movie is like rated G. And so <laughs> they're, they're, they're smoking on the Disney channel. And so they're smoking on the corner outside. Listen, right now. And so um, I thought about, though, that he that was a ton of sexual harassment that he was throwing at that Bender was throwing at Claire. Oh, I was like, I, to the point I was like, OK. And I was happy that the jock stood in. I was happy that he was like, all right, that's enough. Mm -hmm. But he did let it go on for a little while. And I was like, you, you, oh, the five minutes ago wasn't enough. Okay, cool, cool. And so, but them being so, it's just high school students being so obsessed and so curious about sexual statuses and things like that. But here's the other side of it. That's really when your hormones are like, they're popping. And so them having the, the way they dealt with sex, I felt was like really normal for how high Me school too. kids. Me too. I were, felt the same way. Super I did. I in my experience, it was um, the conversation they were having surrounding it actually reminded me almost exactly of a conversation I had in middle school. Mm. Um, but in high school, it seemed like sex was more of a assumed part of what I was given. going on. Got it. Like, like, Got like, it. like, like it did. But in middle school, I remember having that conversation because uh, there was a substitute teacher and I can remember it. 
Exactly. I can remember it was a substitute teacher and everybody was talking. It was in one of those music classes. I don't know if y'all remember in Frick, the um, rooms that like, that had the multiple levels. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That, that, and we were sitting in there. And I'm Listen, while was, you were in in-house suspension, we were in chorus. No, no, no. This, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so this, this one. Yeah. So, so and, and everybody's talking about, like, back then the term was a V. Are you a V? Mm. And um, I just remember thinking, like, I didn't have a context. But I'm thinking, like, I'm 11, though. <laughs> like, like, right. like, I, like, I don't, like, I know everybody is talking, like, like, and so I'm saying, I remember that being in that space of, like, really? And now I know yes. that everybody in the room was lying. But I'm just saying, yes. like, at the, time, at the time, at the time, I, I, uh, I was just sitting there thinking, like, and I, and I remember, like, trying to dodge the conversation. I, I don't know exactly what I did, but, like, I'm saying, so just like they were trying to do, yeah. I remember, so yes, the conversation rang very true. In my experience, it had been a, a middle school conversation, but yeah. it's still the conversation itself. Yes, yeah. rang very, very true. You know what, bro? As you say that, it makes me kind of go like, thinking about having that conversation in middle school and everyone being like, oh, are you doing it? Are you doing it? But then everyone being so like, such and such is pregnant in high school it's like y'all can't have it both ways if we having the sex in in middle school then we're going to keep on doing it and then yeah. this brings you go, babies you gotta go to, you gotta like go to I get, this man is it you got like this this happens like our high school you got podcasts where it had a day's care in the basement so like this that was our high school yeah and i remember boys pretending they had sex with girls they hadn't had sex with and I remember girls pretending they hadn't had sex when they had, because we were told, like, we were trying to be pure. They were trying to be sexual. Everybody was lying. Everybody was lying because of the point, the, the point is, the point is, is that's the point. So, that's the, the, point. The, the, the point is that they're showing that these that experiences pressure. map on everybody's life. It might yeah. be in a different way a little bit, but, but yeah, like if they, if they brought the, the breakfast club back, as is i think that i would want to see that but like if they did a polar opposite i would be interested to see that yeah well i'll I'll tell you one other thing in addition to like what constitutes a rated r being okay that's definitely the 80s um uh the way that the teacher treated that student treated bender y'all that teacher locked him in a closet for what he thought was like four four hours we know Bender got out by crawling through the ceiling, but um, in he, five minutes, he, he <laughs> thought he locked him in a closet, yelled at him, threatened him. Now, again, Physical. we also knew that he wasn't a, under 18. So the teacher knew that he was talking to somebody who was older, you know, but older than high school, but still a child and still a person under his care, you know. Um, and so, you know, uh, he locked him in the closet. He threatens him. He, 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 he not only threatened him, um, he said like horrible things. He, he said, um, he talked about the, his trajectory for, for life that he wouldn't, wouldn't matter. Um, he said, I'm gonna see you in the streets one day when neither one of us is affiliated with this school and I'm gonna fight you. 
and he threatened that child. I, and I, I would say this character was probably 19 or 20, you know, somebody who had probably a couple of years behind in school. Um, you know, he threatened him to a fight right then. He was Ridiculous. trying to get him to fight. He was like, punch me, punch me. I just need you to punch me. That's all I need. Because he wanted to physically fight this child. He did. And uh, yeah, I just, could that happen now? I guess it could. But it's just to me, it's but just like. But they have camera phones now. Yeah. Lock me in a closet if you want to. You are mm-hmm. going to jail. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's I have true. a question for y'all though, because I know we need to wrap up. This is a, y'all know I never have questions, so this is important. Now, <laughs> question is, do you all think that uh, Claire and Bender had sex in the closet? I don't, you know, I literally had this conversation yesterday. Like, I literally had this conversation. God, and I, I don't not. know what I the implication was. Because she was going in there like... I'm and he said, why are you doing this? Like, this ain't going to be no questions now. And she you, said, because I knew you wouldn't. I'm giving it to you. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I would be curious to look that up and see what the lore is. Yeah. Surrounding it. Gosh, I hope the not. Because sto- the story would work either way. Yeah. Because even if she went in there and just made out with him a little bit, it still would make sense in the context of what was going but on. But would it? Would it? He, he was literally verbally abusive all day. All day, he said horrible things to her. I mean, if we're, if we're, being, if we're being honest, first of all, yes, that would absolutely be the circumstance. Oh. Because, because the thing about, the thing about oh, women, women who, the, the thing about women, especially women who attract a lot of attention, it's, it's there's a um they call it the 11th man uh paradox or something like that. there's a, actually a name for it but the point is is that 10 men come into the room and will give her all the praise but she'll be interested in the 11th man who gives her uh you know who talks bad to her and not only is she interested she's now trying to change pursuing his mind. him yeah. yeah she's trying to change his mind because they I'm do telling that in you, movies you, all the time if, but i didn't i if, i just hope it's not real oh no it's real it's oh. real because it's you know, you've never seen it in your own life real. because once you once you i mean once, not that you have done it but like people around you i've absolutely oh, let me seen tell you. that like a, pursuing a, a, someone once, that once, didn't pay them attention well the the, the key is or that was once, abusive because there's very, there's very well. Yes, obviously in this in this movie, they're, um, they're, you know, turning up the tropes. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is that like he's from every, the bad side of but, the tracks, and she's like trying to rebel if, or something. But if you have a woman, and I'm just saying, what's like if there's a woman, and, and like all of them are, all the guys are saying how pretty she is. You, If you say something, or how nice she looks, all you got to say is something like, oh, you chose, you decided to wear that today? Okay, cool. You know, something like that. Not an overt dish, but just like, like, wait, hold on now. Don't but you know, I, I'm they dope. do that like, in movies and sitcoms. But it's, but it's yeah. also, 
They do, but it's also on the other side of the track as well. This is why oh, so yeah, many absolutely. men. This is absolutely. why so many men are, are upset with women. It's because you friend zone all the ones you don't think are uh, conventionally attractive, and you'll have them around or or that are giving you attention. But then it's the one that possibly has the attitude, the one that doesn't want you, because there's also this. Well, we like a fight. We like to hunt. We like to do these different things. So you're going after her. She clearly don't want nothing to do with you. And now all women are trash. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Mm. <laughs> oh gosh, we have so much work to do. The, listen, this the psychology behind the culture is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah, that, sad that, that we have that. I I didn't even think that they possibly had sex. Maybe that's because I was such a I had my V well like into college, you know. Uh, but I didn't even think they went Ooh, in there to have sex. Now talk about a V. I thought that they were just making out, but sis, she went in there on a mission of some sort, and she very well could have been getting going on in there. Because even when they were sitting sex. on the floor, he was still talking. He started talking reckless to her. But I think that's also in women as well. We start to want to fix a man. We want to start to the change other them, like. Girl, no, he's just evil and he needs some therapy. Keep it moving. Your daddy drives a BMW. Go get some somebody that acts like that. Not someone that's the rest of y'all drove there. He walked. So listen. And what don't. and what and what was the giving? She gave her earring to him. And my first thought was, did she give that to him so he could take it to a pawn shop so he can get some money? Because Girl, he didn't I'm have so any lunch. Weak. But <laughs> then I was like, then he put it in his <laughs> ear. And I was lunch. like, I was like, is that? A thing where we this is that's, but see, that's what I'm my, saying. My that's what I'm saying. It probably, subliminal. It probably was a thing in this world. Like, like they didn't even have to explain it. Just wow. like, just like if there was a movie um that we were writing about Shenley, and we would have somebody going to Kennywood and matching pinstripe bulls outfits. Like that was You're actually a, yeah. a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like and like we wouldn't we wouldn't have had to explain it in our no. movie. Because anybody who saw it would be like, they would get it. So I'm saying it, it was probably another one of those things that was, was, was a thing. But I, but but yeah, Brittany, that's an interesting question because I and I would I think that there's probably some videos and like articles about that because I literally had this conversation yesterday. I was and looking I was to like, see if like is her hair disheveled, is her clothes a little messed but up? But see, but the thing I is, like, is that normal. it could have just been. It could have just been a, 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 a real fa- It could have been. It could have be. been. It could have been. And I'm just telling you that, like, stuff like that definitely happens, especially around that time, because like a lot of, like, you'll find those types of stories where you're in a closet somewhere, or you know, you're at a party and you're in the closet, or you're in a, a back room, and it gets to a point where they just want to rip the bandaid off. I know we got to wrap. We didn't talk about the music though. And there's one song that is, it is. (laughs) Don't you forget about me, y'all. So I I thought the soundtrack was beautiful. It was a very 80s. Yeah. It it was 80s in the way. It was an 80s soundtrack in the way that if you were making a movie right now and you wanted it to be really 80s, you yeah. would have used all the same songs. Yes, like, that's how 80s it was. You're yeah. so right, bro. You're so right. And that song, Don't You Forget About Me, um, performed by Simple Minds. I want to tell y'all, 
I have always known that song and I never, it's not one of those songs where the lyrics make sense to me and they didn't. But now because of the movie, it's like, oh yeah. He, the song says, um, will you recognize me? Call my name or walk by. Rain keeps falling, rain keeps falling, down, down, down. Um, don't you try and pretend it's my feeling will win in the end. I won't harm you or touch your defenses. Vanity, insecurity, ah, don't you forget about me. I'll be alone dancing. You know it, baby. Go to take your, take you, going to take you apart. I'll put us back together at heart, baby. Don't you forget about me. Don't, 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 don't you forget about me. As you walk on by, will you call my name? As you walk on by, will you call my name or will you walk away? So when you think about that, those lyrics and you layer them onto the movie, finally, the song. It makes uh, all the sense. It all comes together because that's what they were talking about. The brainy kid, at one point he said, y'all, what happens on Monday? Are we still going to be friends? That was a great conversation. It was and Claire was like, yeah. Claire was like, no. No. And she There's was, no way. And the, and the crazy thing is that she was just, she was making them confront that reality. Totally. And it was like, it was such a great conversation because it's like, look, I know all y'all want to say all of this stuff to sound however you want to sound good. You want to say, but I want you to really put yourself in that moment mm-hmm. on Monday when he comes up and walks up to you. Are you going to How are you going to handle it? That's right. It's not going to be, there'll be no questions. And that was it. And, and, and a great thing about that movie is they didn't give us a resolution to that. No, nope. that's what that was the thing. Like this movie wasn't about resolutions, and what, and that's what made us be able to get drawn into the story because it was just a quick snapshot. It was a day in the life. It that's was just it. a day in the life. And I also want to make sure we point out that the group dynamic. When you put people together and there's a group think. Bender was an asshole from the moment he walked in knocking stuff off for no reason. (laughs) But the moment that the teacher was about to like get him, they were all like, no, that's the door just broke. It just did that. I was like, that's such a real thing where it's like, I don't even like you, but we're all against him. So the door just broke. Because the thing was, (laughs) is that the thing was, is that that was the interesting part about it that they were showing out there was a little piece of everybody and everybody. That's right. Because if you remember, Bender was the one who saved everybody else because yeah. he, you know, so he was like, already going to be in detention jerk, forever. Even though he's a jerk, he still had the honor to save the rest of them. Yeah. So it was like, once he did Which that, was hilarious. it was like, we couldn't let him go down, you know? So, At all. so that's why it was such, it was very, it was good. Very good. And that, when and they that, started yeah, like coughing and all, banging on the Because it was like, yeah, they had all these revelations. <laughs> but bro, bro, they had that solidarity even before that. Instance, before, yeah. With, with Bender. It was they, right because the door was before. Yeah, it was at the top of the movie where he forced the door closed and broke the door. Yes. And so when the teacher came in for the confrontation, they all just were like, oh, we have no idea what's wrong with the door. We, 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 it, maybe it screws fall out all the time. So they had <laughs> a solidarity. Wasn't there something that happened after it, though, with Bender? They immediately yeah. had solidarity yeah. with each other. No, no, no. They, they, the I mean, they're, they're students. When he, when he snuck back in the room is what you're talking about. He was hiding under the table. Under the table. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. He squished about. his so, head. So, and they so, were all so, like, oh. 
that's that's what I'm talking about. But, but the initial you would, but that's how it would be because you would have the initial solidarity that you're in detention. So like when you're in in house, you already have. I'm calling in house because that was that's yeah. what it was for me. But like when you're in in house, when you step into the room, you already have a unifying factor. You're all yeah. in in house. Yep. So so yes, they all had that. But I'm just saying it's also interesting because I think the level of solidarity they got closer throughout the day. Absolutely. Which, which was the point. It became but, genuine instead of teacher versus student. Then it that's became what I'm about saying. their relationships. But it for was for sure. Which is what made that conversation that you brought up so interesting because they did grow together a little bit through this day. But then they had the conversation about like, but it is it what don't it matter. Is. Yeah. And it's it funny is. because where we are. chances are on Monday, because there were like, I was not, I was mischievous. I wasn't bad. Right. But I, I was mischievous. So let's say we put everything on a scale and let's say mischievous is from four to seven and like the you know you had bad which is eight and up you know i was around a six seven but like in detention there's going to be six sevens and there's going to be eight nines like there's going to be like the guy and you know as guys with bravado and all of that like those are the guys who are like we were talking about you know those are the yes. bad boys or whatever yes they and have flannels because, on. Because, <laughs> and some of them did. There's some of them did. But I mean, yeah, flannels were flannels were in. Were in. Context, they were in. But it was the same thing because, yeah. like, you know, if you had on a blue flannel or red flannel, that was it. Said it meant simple. something. You know what it I mean? Meant so, something. but the point is, is that I always wore orange. You would have an in-house. You would have that day, and they might be a little cooler with you. But it ain't like mm-hmm. y'all was hanging out on Monday. That's right. Like, that's right. So like on Monday, they might get, you know, like something like that or whatever. But that's it. You're still not right. But that's it. See, and, and I think saying. though, you got Brian has protection now. Like Brian doesn't have to worry about getting messed with. He's still a geek, but he know. doesn't have to be in my in my mind. It'll be there less. would be something like we're gonna still mess with geeks, but if it was Brian, it'd be like, man, anybody worried about him really in that way they're still beating them up but they're protecting them from from further I don't, I don't know happening. I don't I don't and know a little bit of respect just a team which I did when no, I, don't, I, don't. I thought that was another thing that annoyed me there were at this point bender four other tables you could have chose from you just wanted to assert your dominance and move Brian to another he was table such I was a bully like, to him <laughs> I mean I, like, like I think oh, God, I would like I honestly over. I would like to think that. I would like to think that they had some level of a relationship Respect. actually established. Yeah. But the I think the point of the movie was showing that after yeah. this day, everybody's just going back to how it was. Like, even though, and it's such a thing in life where like you can have these realizations and then just end up oh. exactly back Bro. in the path Freak. you know so yeah i don't know I, I hope they were all cool but i think the no not not cool is, not cool no no i know exactly yeah, 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 like, just, just, 
respect. But, but I don't, disrespect. I, yeah. I actually think it might have got worse because, be, and, and I'm going to tell you why. Let's say that somebody recognized that um, the job was going a little easy. Now he's going to go further in the other direction yeah. to overcorrect. You know I mean, what I'm saying? He was so already, like, which is what he was, was already, already taping, but was already an overcorrect. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh, so like, so even if, even well, if he tried, even if he tried, even if he was like, and then like, oh, so you're going, you're going a little easy on your, 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 uh, you know, your detention buddy. And then in his mind, he's like, all right, now I gotta, you know, yeah. now I gotta go over the top. I have to drown you in a pool now. Well, do y'all think do y'all think Allison continued to put on makeup and put her hair back? Y'all, I hated that part too. I hated the part that Allie, um, Claire, the princess, put a white shirt on her, um, put makeup on her, pulled her hair back from her face. And she walks out of the makeup area. And all of a sudden, now the jock is he's seeing her for the first time. And by the end of the movie, they're kissing on the in front of their parent, parents in vehicles. So I was just like, any story that's like, change yourself. And then, you know, you'll get to fall in love. I so struggle with, you know, I, I would have preferred, I would have preferred. That's how life happens, though. If she had just put her hair back a little. That to me would have worked because then that would have been about her saying, well, you know what? Maybe I can, I don't but, need to but, act but, out with but this this, group. this movie was about real life and the real life reality is, is that's how she would have got his attention. That's, 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 but the that's other, what would happen. The other piece of that, as someone who is in fashion, as someone who is in fashion, when you start to feel different and better about yourself, how you relate to your clothing, how you relate to your hair, how you relate to these outward things, they change. And it's not because to say that you didn't really care about your appearance before, but there's something that does happen when you see yourself differently. So I'm not going to go to a business conference in sweats, right? I'm going to be more appropriate, but how I feel, how people are treated, it is just different when they have on different types of clothing. Um, and so that's true. I, when I saw that, I didn't necessarily see her changing. And then, and of course, men are more visual, right? They're very, they're attracted to women in that way. You know, whatever men, all men, how they're attracted to women, it's nuanced, right? Uh, but what was different in that moment to me is that Allison knew she was beautiful. So that made the difference in how someone else is perceiving her because she's not trying to hide herself, right? She doesn't have bangs down her nose and she's not, you know, in, in this sweater that is like almost like a blanket with jackets and this bag and frumping around and all these different things. She's like stealing stuff. He's stealing things, right? She is open. She is, her hair is back. She has taken which um, the black eyeliner off, which is nothing wrong with that. It's appropriate for when it's appropriate. But hers was more so of a display of saying, 
I just want attention. I'm eating a Captain Crunch sandwich. So it was like taking those layers off of her for her to be able to see, I don't have to do that. You, and I, I don't, dis, I don't disagree with you, sis. You, you are helping me to understand it a little better. I, I think with, even with everything you just said, if she had dressed herself up a little bit, I would have felt better. It was that, it was just the way it went down that it wasn't, it didn't seem like it came from within. I don't know, but, but, but since everything but I'm you're a, saying. I'm a stylist. That's what my job saying, is though. Yeah. Everything you're saying resonates, you know? And I got to tell y'all, and this, this is actually a good wrapping note. Um, Aubrey, when you were talking about, um, for in our high school, it was called in-house instead of detention. Well, it was in-house if it was during the day. In-house suspension, if it was during the day, it was called detention if, I think it was detention if you had to stay after. Okay. I don't think we had, yeah, I never had to do that, I don't think. Okay. But anyway. Well, the film's title comes from the nickname invented by students and staff for detention at New Trier High School, the school mm-hmm. attended by the son of one of John Hughes' friends. So um, I Googled, why was that movie called The Breakfast Club? Because at no point in the movie do, does anyone make a reference to The Breakfast Club until the brainy character writes the letter and then signs it the breakfast club. Um, but it just turns out that that is a nickname for detention at a school. And mm-hmm. so that was the nickname for people in detention at this, this fictional school that John Hughes, um, you know, put together for this conceptualized for this movie. So, oh, okay. so bro, anyway, you, you brought that home. Y'all, we got a wrap. We're well over. We're well over y'all, well, but it's time to vote, bro. Yep. Gets my, gets, my, gets my essay. Yes, absolutely. Letter. Gets my letter. I think you, the essay letter, whatever you called it. Whatever that the term you use, it gets that. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, um, y'all, I, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with this. I thought that by the end of our conversation, it would be clear for me. It's still, I still don't feel like I, it's not. It's not a locked in. For well, me. then I would say it's, it's not. not. I would say it's not I, because because if it if it's not a classic. Well, I want to tell you that if you just took the writing and just the story, it would be a clear no for me because it just there was it's it to me it was not a story that was a big screen story it was like mm, after school special it, 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 yeah it was just because it was just here's a day in detention oh we have more things in common which is an important lesson but it didn't feel like a big screen movie what made it though was like judd nelson's performance i felt like his performance was so strong i thought emilio estefes did a great job you know molly ringwald so for me it was the the acting that was good. That that puts this movie, um, why it becomes to me closer to being a classic. And then I think about the soundtrack. And uh, Britt, can you go? I gotta think for just another second here. <laughs> well, let me. We never we never this gone out first. of order before. This is Liz, the first. First. So, uh, Nelson was so good. I. 
when I came into when I came into today and we were going to discuss this podcast, this was a clearly I don't care what the symbol is, I don't get it. Uh, y'all, this was not getting my symbol at all, honey. I was like, I fell asleep when I was watching it. Uh-uh. But what made me want to give it my essay right now is our discussion. And, be, and it is because I appreciate when a movie can do that. It brings other things out when it's meant to. You know, some movies are just, they are what they are, right? But when a movie can bring out the deeper context and create a conversation that we could have well for hours, I, I appreciate that and you and you do. It, so it gets my essay based off of our discussion. That's but if I was just going yep. based off when we just watched it and then that was it. Oh. That's interesting. Yeah, because I get it. No. I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I get it. All right, y'all. I just asked myself a question that helped me to answer this. Yeah. Okay, so I started to ask myself, um, you know, did these characters feel truthful and I just remembered our conversation from earlier about how they resonated even though culturally it was distant from my experience and it still resonates and so for that reason because it was able to 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 reach across like the details of life experience and get to the larger humanity connection yes this movie will get my letter oh, or essay, as you all have now this converted was the symbols. If we had numbers, and the only way you could win is if we all had three, you were skimming the line. Yeah, but you yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah. but it's, but, it. but to your point, sis, it's our discussion that helped me to to get there. Really, mm-hmm. really. So, y'all, you've heard it. It's the breakfast club is a classic from the right perspective thank you for joining us y'all please tune in next time to the right perspective thank you